0: definitely not the starters you're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 the score i'm mike hebert owner of cantex roofing and construction every day is game day and we'll get it right
1: when it comes to your roofing construction windows and mirrors call cantex roofing and construction today together we are one serving you it's a music monday here on 100.7 the score 100.7 the welcome in to the first United Bank Studios, that didn't take long, that being that weekend. The Visual Edge IT hotline is 806-771-0973. You can get to us through the Eighth Flooring Center chat line, as we'll take you all the way up until noon. And the bottom line will show up when we get there. What's up, David Collier?
2: Pretty entertaining weekend, huh? Dave Collier! Yep, there we go. It only took a month to get Dave Collier in. At least it wasn't Dave Coulier. I know who Dave Coulier is. Yeah, I, trust me, I do too. That's my version of... uh, are not Geoff uh, Paxton. Off the space. Uh-huh. Um, Michael Bolton, you know? That's my Michael Bolton. Only I don't go why by... Why don't you just go by Mike? I don't go by... <laughs> that's how I... That's why I don't go by Dave. That's one of the reasons, but... Uh, Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier, because it immediately goes straight to that. The... Uh, Made Atlantis more set upset. Yeah. Hey, she profited quite a bit from that, though. Huh? Writing I'd some say s- so. Serious songs, some pretty solid, uh, pretty solid music. Not to say, you know, that tends to help the writing. You know, the creative anger. juices. Yes, flowing. You didn't have any anger this weekend, though. Did you have any frustrations? I mean, you got to see the fam. You got to see a win. You got to see Oklahoma lose. Nothing wrong with that trip. Yeah, just didn't have good food or something. No, (laughs) okay. No, no. I saw you. uh, I saw you on the broadcast, and I was like, "Oh, actually went with the mustache." (laughs) So I told Carrie. Yeah,
1: I'm channeling my inner Craig Stadler. (laughs) I just waddle around Around, with a big fat mustache.
2: (laughs) Looks good. Yeah. I think it does. Not I don't sure I couldn't it. do that. I don't I'm not doing the mustache. Yeah. Well
1: it was um it was crazy up there for sure. It was um we stayed at the noun. Have you heard of the noun? I no, I have not heard of the noun. It
2: is a luxury hotel that butts up to campus corner. I have to look this thing up. That probably is relatively extremely new, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I remember for the longest time, like, the only hotels that were there was, like, the Radisson just off the highway, mm-hmm. right across from Denny's, I believe. And, the Sooner Legends and the su- Suites yeah, is closed. Su- it is? It's done. Oh, my goodness. What did they do with all of the pictures? Uh, that's exactly
1: what I thought. <laughs> because, you know, it was crazy. It was closed up, but it looked like the lights were all still on inside of it. Like... They're
2: waiting for a tenant or something, but that's like that day whatever that hotel is, right when you go into still days in or whatever. Oh yeah. Just like that. Both of them just need to be knocked down yeah. and start over. Again. Ball. Yeah.
1: I've stayed in both of those places. Sooner Legends and that
2: day's Inn. And they're both awful. I don't think I've stayed in either one of them. So I've I've had people text me pictures from the uh, Sooner Legends ones before. It's like, What is this? I was like, You're the one that picked the hotel, not me. I don't know. <laughs> Not like I did the d- decor for that thing. I'd, I've i just heard about it. <laughs> uh, no, but
1: the nail was fantastic. Good. I mean, just perfect. Right there. It took, I'd say, five minutes to get to the arena.
2: Yeah, just go down probably yeah. Lindsay. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Went around uh, the Precious Football Stadium.
2: I did not firebomb it. Thank you. Appreciate it's it. Still there. When you were driving down Lindsay, did you look to the left at all those Heisman statues?
1: Oh, walk. Uh, no, yeah, drove right by. Him. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, look. Just at, make
2: everybody mad at me right off.
1: The look bed. at all these guys here. Look at all of them. There's so much. Jason White selling air conditioners. Yeah, with a Heisman trophy. Yep. Oh man, good crowd,
2: dude. I know. That's I. I good was... crowd in Norman. It's crazy. They're they're trying their dar- darndest to make that a thing. It would help if that team wouldn't lose all their home games in conference play. I think they've lost like six of their last seven. Oh my, something like that. Six of their last eight. It's uh spiral spiraling down pretty quick. I well, I say that. No, that's six of the last eight to Tech. Sorry. Um, they have struggled though. We mentioned it uh, on Friday. That was the one thing I thought that might get you if you were the Red Raiders. They really needed to win that second back end of that uh, home and home there. And they did not for the Red Raiders. And thankfully, that meant I got to watch Grant McCaslin on Sunday during the uh, North Texas. I don't even remember who North Texas was playing now, but uh, oh, uh, FAU, North Texas FAU. Got to watch Vlad Golden halftime. I got to listen to Grant McCaslin talk about being first place in the Big 12. You did? Yeah. What they had him on the phone? They had him on the halftime show. On the phone. Oh No, no, he was it was from the Womble. He was, oh, he was okay. in his office. Oh, yeah.
1: God, I'm clueless. Well, well how'd that go? I didn't I didn't get to see that.
2: It was good. I mean they he he was pretty long winded on a couple of answers. They asked him about his dancing skills in the uh celebration video in the locker room. Talked about that. And, you know, I mean there was two more questions. It was really quick though. I mean Quicker. Well, I mean he answered really long. I'm sure they were gonna ask him probably I would I would have ventured to guess they were gonna ask him about North Texas since they had him on a half mm-hmm. North Texas game, but they never got to that. But getting a little airtime on Sunday, uh show off the womble in the background, top uh team in the Big Twelve, skyrocketing up the uh A P polls whenever they come out later today after our show is done. Wait, well, yeah, have how far do you think they go? Who good question. Um fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. I bet they go a little higher. Think so? Yeah. Got to jump over OU. OU lost two. I looked at some of the other teams in front of them. Uh, Nothing against Utah State. I doubt Utah State won the games that Texas Tech won last week. Marquette will probably stay in front of them. I'm sure Duke will stay in front of them. Uh, Memphis, don't know what Memphis did. Not as impressive as what the Red Raiders did this week. I think I just listed four there. I think there's probably a couple more in there. I'm going to go 13. I'm going to go 13. Well, we will take it. we will take it (laughs) for sure.
1: Uh, I'll I'll give you my breakdown coming up here around the corner. We'll have um, some headlines coming your way, chat line throughout the day as we take you up until noon. Um, We'll have tears of 12 tomorrow. And uh, that's one thing that I've got to do as soon as we're done here is get home, get packed because we're moving again this time to Fort Worth and, Uh, TCU was on everyone's phones with Baylor. It was amazing to see that much technology. We were taking up a lot of data (laughs) on the airplane, watching that game transpire and go to three overtimes. And finally, TCU distances themselves and wins by three at Baylor, 105-102. So craziness in this conference, no doubt about that. Uh, We have turn inside-out T-shirts. Um trying to think of the brand of toilet paper that's the softest <laughs> what was it quilted northern I don't know what's what's what could be softer than what happened in Provo Utah um, like horns down is some offensive disease now that uh, you know if Texas people see it that it affects them and they can't <laughs> oh my gosh Well, at least we're not going to a conference with them. Ah, sorry. Uh, We're coming up with more on these headlines next here on 100.7 The Score.
0: Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score.
1: Hey, it's what you need to know here on 100.7 The Score. 100.7thescore.com, a hacks Collier and Lucas edition of this program. You can hit us up on the eighth Flooring Center chat line. We have a Super Bowl, and it is going to be the Niners and the Chiefs. The games were pretty darn good. I thought especially the Lions and the 49ers, as both those teams uh, claimed significant uh, leads. 34-31 is the final Niners win it to advance to the Super Bowl. And Pat is back, 17-10 over Baltimore. Uh, did you see he and Justin Tucker fighting for land in the pregame?
2: Uh, and far- Travis Kelsey, yeah. 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 I don't know what to think about that. Maybe uh, maybe don't warm up right where the other teams – don't warm up right where the best quarterback in the NFL by far is uh, warming up before a game.
1: Yeah, what he was doing, uh, Mahomes – well, Tucker would put down the little tripod that holds the ball. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what to call it, but that's what I'll
2: call it. I'll call it a yeah. That's what I'm going to call it. Sounds yeah. cool. Kickstand? Yeah. Why not? Perfect. The kickstand. <laughs> he would put it down, turn around, go through his
1: routine, and Mahomes would pick it up and throw it out of the way. Yeah. Then he put it back down, Mahomes pick it up, throw it out of the way. So they were already kind of jabbing each other before the game started.
2: Well, you saw that right after that, that Kelsey grabbed Tucker's no. helmet. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Because Tucker's helmet was sitting there too, oh, and he took his helmet and he threw it. Um,
1: He's at a little bit of a disadvantage, yes, Mister Tucker. Uh, not when it comes to kicking the football, but everything else—physically, size-wise, all
2: those things. I think there is a little extra because obviously Tucker is a UT grad, so yeah. could be could be involved in that a little. bit. There you but, go. Yeah.
1: There you go. Um, we have two teams that. Um, have done it in completely different ways. You have the super, super, superstar quarterback and tight end combo with a good enough defense to hold Baltimore to 10 points. And then you have the team aspect that's everything about them is good, it seems, because you've got a guy like Brock Purdy, uh, Mr. Irrelevant, who's taken them to a Super Bowl. Should be fun. And again, it's in two weeks. Um, I'll tell you what. Dan Campbell did a little Joey McGuire
2: that backfired on him. Yeah, but I'll defend him though. He's done I, it all year long. Well, I know it's a couple of situations. I even said ah, you got to kick that field goal, and then whenever uh, San Francisco was ahead by three, I was like, oh, it would be tied right now. <laughs>
1: think if you know me, I subscribe to the opposite of what most teams are doing. Yeah. And that's take points. Don't chase points. Yeah. Don't chase around. Uh, going for two early. Um, I just don't like it. And I will say that on this situation, though, I kind of agreed. I felt like you're going to need... If you want to go win this game, if you want to go to the Super Bowl from Detroit, yeah, um, you're going to have to make some special plays down the stretch. And they... The one that they called, it was fourth and three. They weren't close. It got blown up and then put up, put up, put up, 49ers went the other way almost immediately and, and scored six. And that felt like the game.
2: Yeah. I I think in I think it was the one that would have made it a three possession game. I'm all for making it a three possession game. You know, make the other team score three times. Yeah. It just that that was I understood his situation and after the game he said, Hey, look, I think I did the right thing. They didn't work out. They've worked out a lot this year. We've done it a lot, and they have. I mean, they go for it on fourth down all the time. They mentioned on the broadcast a million times. They run the ball on third and long more than anybody in the NFL because they know they're going to go for it on fourth down, like Joey McGuire did two years ago. I mean, that that's their philosophy. It just backfired in the one t- place that you didn't want it to be uh, a game short of the Super Bowl. And on
1: the other one, Baltimore just had dropped dead turnover after terrible turnover. Terrible turnovers. Just, you make those kind of mistakes in any football game. You're in big trouble. And uh, Lamar just didn't cut it. Just did not cut it. Red Raiders win in Norman, 85-84. to 84. They'll play tomorrow at 6 o'clock against TCU in Fort Worth. Lady Raiders knock off TCU at home on a Saturday. They're above 500 in conference play at five and four. They will have some time before they play Cincinnati at Cincinnati this Saturday. Hopefully they can get some skyline chili, which I know is a big, big time uh, debate in itself food wise, but uh, I would do it at least once. And for me, I'd do it a million times. Uh, Purdue won yesterday. UConn destroyed Xavier <laughs> yesterday, 99-56. to Wichita State finally got a win over SMU. And Memphis ranked 19th, as Collier mentioned. Um, actually lost to UAB, 97-88. The Blazers got him down there in Birmingham. You know, he's not uh, too shabby, by the way, and a team not too far from here is New Mexico. New Mexico's in the top 25, and they beat Nevada
2: 89-55. Too bad Patino will uh, probably parlay that into something else really quick. He's probably already doing it. Yeah. New Mexico's Those star are your headlines? player is Jamal um, Washburn Jr. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Sorry, Lucas. Yeah.
1: Have you seen these mid-major players already getting um, basically – showcased online by certain individuals for their next gig while they're at a gig. There's a seven footer at UTSA mm-hmm. who's, I mean, I watched his highlights. Yeah. Couldn't play. And there's people already, you know, who, projecting. Yeah. Well, it's like, where would, you know, what's the next stop for this guy? You know, what's the next denial opportunity for this guy?
2: Uh, that's not fun. Uh, the, I was about to say the fun part of, college athletics that we love to hate but have to live
1: with um texas tech again i'll give you a little bit of my breakdown um this is this is an unbelievable ride currently i mean five and one and I know I tweeted 0 and 10. I'm telling you, it just felt like felt it was like it, 0 and 10. All right. I, I now know, and again, and knew deep down that it was 0 and 8 last year, but it felt like 0 and 10 to start the conference season. But it, it was 0 and 8. Yeah. To turn that around with, you know, let's just say a lot of question marks, new staff, new everything, new players for the most part, except for Pop Isaacs and Lamar Washington. You got virtually an entire new team in the toughest league. Didn't have the, you know, this spectacular non-con. Didn't, you know, take home the win over Villanova. Didn't take home the win over Butler. Um, But man, this this is a ride right now. And to see them shoot the basketball the way that they're shooting it and Fired around and just be a great team to each other. They're they're really tight, tight knit. You never see any um, any malcontent or you don't see any pouting or anything like that. Everybody's happy. And one thing that I mentioned about last year is everywhere you went and everyone that you talked to, there was somebody unhappy.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Unhappy. Mm-hmm. This is what's going on behind the scenes. You man, you don't even want to know. You, know. you don't even want to know what's going down. It's awful. It's this and that. Now it's like, hey, when's our next game?
2: Makes it a lot easier to do that turnaround. I mean, I know physically for you, it, it gets rough, but that turnaround from flying back to Norman. Hey, I don't know what the practice schedule was yesterday but I'm sure that they had to have a day off either yesterday or today right right um but you're ready to hop back on that plane this afternoon I and think keep it, it going. was I think it was off day yesterday uh,
1: because they are practicing at 11 o'clock yeah. today and then their shoot this is what's so refreshing I mean their shoot arounds I told you this a couple times they go in there put some music on. Run around, get shots up. There's really not a whole lot I mean, like last time um, we went on the road, you know, McCaslin didn't say a word, kept his backpack on and talked to the TV guys. You know, there was no structure to it. Yeah. It was guys just having a lot of fun shooting and playing as relaxed. I got to sit down and do my writing, and then we loaded
2: up and went and ate dinner. It was just <laughs> Hey, it, it's hard to it's hard to overcoach right now when you have one loss since December one. You know, and I sat through the
1: um, the scout and very detailed, but they got it in. Got it, it wasn't very very long, and it was hey
0: let's let's rock and roll. Here we go. Let's go play. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. End of the Bench, Axe Collier and
1: Lucas edition of the program. Thanks for joining us here. As we start a new week in the LBK, we'll be getting back on a plane here at uh, 3 o'clock to go to Fort Worth. Going to go down and try to beat the Froggies. They had a tremendous win at Baylor over the weekend. Tech wins at OU over the weekend. Lady Raiders win their game against TCU and we'll start with a wild fact here from Texas Tech football playoff Patrick they tweeted this yesterday and only six years as a starter Mahomes now has 14 career playoff wins which is already tied for third all-time among quarterbacks holy
2: cow in that eye-opening yeah, wow. no, it's ridiculous and He's been a big reason why in a lot of those games too. Like somebody had pointed out, the comparison of him and Tom Brady, who I'm assuming is number one. Tom was a kind of a game manager. Who's number or, two? I know. I'm looking it up right now. It's a good question. Uh, I would go Troy Aikman. That's what I would go with. I'd go uh, Brett Favre. That's a good one too. We would both be wrong. Yeah. He was. Huh, a, huh. He was actually uh, at. One of the games yesterday. Joe? Yep. Joe Montana. Yep. 16. Wow. It's not close, though. You want to guess how many Tom Brady has? Oh, 45. 35. Well, I gave him a couple more Super Bowls. Yeah. Well, he should have probably two more Super Bowls. Well, who's Joe? You. How many Joe? 16. So that's oh, next year. Next year. I'm sure you'll pass take it up.
1: It. Yep. Um, He is truly phenomenal. Um, And will be in GOAT conversations. I mean, if he keeps this up, which who's saying that he can't? Not me. Um, If you can do it from New England with Tom Brady, you can do it at Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. He is one of these guys that, you know, throughout – and these are long careers usually when you start talking about
2: goats. <coughs> That's the funny thing about it, though. You're talking about long careers. Well, um, <laughs> uh-oh, you good? I'll fill the void here. You're talking about long careers.
1: One. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> um, he's tied with Peyton Manning, who had 14... Playoff wins in his career over that entirety of one career. John Elway, 14 career playoff wins. Terry Bradshaw, 14 career playoff wins. Those were careers, not first six years as a starter. I mean, he's absolutely in the goat territory already. And what? I mean, how many, how many years you, you, you play as a quarterback? He, he's going to go 20 years, right? I mean, let's say he goes 20 years. He's, He hadn't even reached the halfway point yet.
1: Well, That's what I was trying to say, was these guys that have these careers, they almost seem indestructible, where you see over many, so many careers, injuries take guys out. I mean, what's Pat had to deal with? He's dealt with, um, you know... A
2: dislocated kneecap. But the
1: kneecap was, um, I think, probably first on the list as far as severity, and that was on a quarterback sneak. Um, you know, you're always going to have problems with the ankles and arms, but you watch the behind-the-scenes and how much they <clears throat> fight through. Mahomes seems to be about as tough as you can get. You know, you're not taking me off this field, um, playing no matter what. Give me a shot, whatever it's going to take. And I'm not talking about vodka. I'm talking about cortisone or whatever. He can get a shot in his knee or – um, you know, LeBron has, again, even now – I mean, he's had everybody's going to have their their share of injuries. Don't get me wrong, but like these guys don't seem to miss a lot of time. The ones that are, again, in goat conversations, yeah, and that's that's Pat, for sure. Where, I mean, you can count him in. Brady went through all those years, and the only one that I can remember was the early ACL. I want to say it's about week three. 2015, something like that.
2: Yeah. I can't remember because all the years run together. No, they changed the rule for him, so <clears throat> quarterbacks' knees would stay healthy after that. So, hmm yeah. And and there's another one
1: that that's helping these guys now is they have some protection from rules and zebras. How about,
2: how about that uh, one play where he was – I can't remember what it was. Early in the game, got hit in the face, Mm -hmm. and his head just went straight back. How how much that how how much you would hurt today just from that one hit? Not all of the other stuff going on. Your head going back like that, everything going forward, just pops right back up. Mm -hmm. Good to go. Been laying on the ground, taking some TV timeouts, going to the sideline. After that, of course, I mean look at me, but it's just. Yeah, no, he's he's amazing and it's ridiculous that we got to watch him here and like everything. With no defense. With no defense, yeah. And the struggles of not Mahomes versus the world. <clears throat> Who is on the tiny wheel this week? Nobody.
1: <laughs> Bobby Hot Dogs. The tiny wheel's taking a tiny break. Beard is a phenomenal basketball coach, but not a good person. McCaslin is both phenomenal. From the eighth flooring center chat line. I hate to compare anyone to Beard. Technically, a third of the way through the conference is McCaslin, the coach of the year right now. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's a a unanimous, too. I'd like to see who would vote for somebody else. Is
1: that a backhanded compliment? I knew Tech would win because the Sooners suck. How about just say that Tech fought hard and won against a good team?
2: I feel like so so on the verge of verby with (laughs) comments like that. You like talked me down during commercial breaks And I appreciate that mm-hmm. I yeah. said all along that Texas Tech Was a better basketball team So It wouldn't have mattered Where I went to school in the situation uh, I I don't know any other way to respond Than if you think that's the way it is Then you're not gonna you are I'm not gonna change your mind Texas Tech is a better basketball team They've proven it All year long. Go look at the records. That's that.
1: On the, uh, it reminds me of Beard staff during the championship run. Uh, Oh, well. You were at a point where that crew, if you remember, demolished Northern
2: Kentucky, crushed Buffalo. And Nate Oates complained about it. Smacked. Michigan,
1: head-to-head to to the finish line with Gonzaga, had breathing room with Michigan State, and then lost in overtime to Virginia in the championship game. From that moment on, I think the record in overtimes was 0-7 for Beard before he got out of here. From the championship game was either zero and six, zero and seven, or zero and eight, something like that. As he left, so let's not crown him the adjustment king just he yet. yet. He did have a tremendous job and did a tremendous job of making adjustments at halftime. I'll give that yes. to him. But once it got to overtime,
0: over oh, for, for a big stretch. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hola! Hour number three here on 100.7 The Score.
1: First United Bank Studios where we are at. Visual Edge IT Hotline 806-771-0973. A Hacks Collier and Lucas edition of this Music Monday coming up. The bottom line at noon, they'll take you to three, then Tech Talk three to six, on double T 973 coming up tonight. lady Raider basketball with Krista Gerlich at six. She'll be happy and uh, have a little time to coach and do what the red Raiders did last week, which is not play until this upcoming Saturday where they will play against Cincinnati. I hate that. I do that. Cause I hated that guy, but it stuck in my mm-hmm. head. Well, oh, he was an all right, dude, but anyway, um, your thoughts, comments on the Ace Flooring Center chat line? The Red Raiders uh, basketball has been a popular um, topic, but uh, I'd love to see Lucas in a B costume has actually taken over the show. Uh, B costume on campus with uh, no rain playing in the background. Uh, <laughs> Luke, uh, David did have a pretty good idea. You
2: just have to buzz the entire time. Buzz. Uh, and he had mentioned that he has to hand out flyers or something. I was thinking you just like have like a big, that looks like a, beehive, and you're just giving out like bit o honeys to kids. I don't or know if kids uh, would take those or anything. Like packets that. of honey. Yeah. Or like, I could ride a lime scooter and just buzz while I'm riding zzz through zzz campus. Zzz <laughs> zzz. <laughs> but just playing, you have to have that, like a speaker that's playing Blind Melon the entire yeah. time. Just riding around with Blind Melon going the whole time. Because then, then none of those kids would
1: understand knew, it. And they still won't understand it, but <clears throat> it'll give some context. I'd say Maybe ten percent of the students would know what that's from.
2: Like how my dad used to listen. Yeah, yeah, that's what my my dad used used to listen to. Gosh.
1: Um, I was just looking for when it's payday. Can I hear some John Redcorn and Big Mountain Fudge Cake, please? Gotta get money for the things I wanna buy. Gotta get money so when the plane don't let me fly. Got to
0: get money or else I'm going to die.
1: Paydays get further and further and further apart from each other. I don't know (laughs) if you've noticed this. Uh, Also playing tambourine for Big Mountain Fudge Cake. Did you, you know who was doing that? Nope. Mr. Dale Gribble, rest in peace, Johnny Hardwick, Texas Tech alum, who passed away in 2023. Hmm. supposedly gonna bring it back I wish they wouldn't
2: never watched it that doesn't shock you I feel more and more like choice the longer we go on this show Oof. about stuff I don't watch mine's the reverse though like I don't watch anything now I did back then but I guess that doesn't really because that was back then right I mean it's been a while since that's been out what we've done there with
0: choice, now you fire them right away because of accountability.
2: 1997
1: was the start of King of the Hill.
2: Yeah, see, that's... One
1: of the greatest programs of all time. I know. I Set just... in Texas. And you don't watch it. Well, first first of all, I wasn't in Texas in
2: 1997.
1: Man, I'm telling you, it reminds me of growing up in Empire. That's what it, why I love it so much. Even though Hank hates Oklahoma. That's okay. Um, Rusty Shackelford was the AKA uh, alias name for Dale Gribble, who's playing tambourine there again for Big Mountain Fudge Cake. Um, And I, I don't, you know, Jamie should really identify with Dale Gribble because they are both massive Mountain Dew fans. <laughs> now, Jamie didn't smoke two-packs. Yeah. Uh, that's what Dale did. Yep, I'm exterminator, bounty hunter, entrepreneur, chain smoker, gun fanatic. Remember the time he tried to take over the gun club? Now, th- I'll say that there's probably no one in the town that likes King of the Hill more than I do. I've run into a couple of fans Rob Walden, uh, who's at South Carolina now, is close. Oh, uh, Matt Ernst. Really? Ernst, big fan.
2: I saw Ernst uh, on the scoreboard at the TCU game. They showed him on the scoreboard, and after they showed him, Texas Tech went on their massive scoring drought to end the first half. <laughs> and I kind of blamed it on him. <laughs> kind of like the Boz at the Alamo Bowl. Yeah, right. They were
1: killing these guys. Lost D.C. is the best sportscaster covering Tech in Lubbock. KMAC Red Raider Nation provides far more depth and overall coverage of Tech Athletics than anyone in Lubbock. Anyone calling you an OU homer is uninformed.
2: Thanks, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) You should have said agent. Yeah. I don't know about that. I will say this. We are kind of boxed into covering Texas Tech the majority of the time on our channel, so I would hope that we cover stuff more in depth at length if you will than other people because they have the lcus and the high schools to cover as well so i'll give them that they've got us beaten there without a doubt and i love some lcus in south plains and yeah high school i miss going to high school but I, I still listen to the high school basketball with the choice it was keith patrick actually on friday instead of choice for friendship girls basketball I'll listen to a basketball game from time to time. I'll even sit at home, and I would rather listen to a high school basketball game than some of the midweek basketball, non-Big 12 stuff, obviously.
1: Hacks driving to Fort Worth for the stock show. So far, roads great, sun shining, and no wind. So hopefully that stays the same for the flight. Thank you for that report out on the road. Mm, Beard's overtime record was abysmal. If we were down by a bucket with a minute left, you knew it was over. Late game, out of bounds, after-timeout situations were not his forte. There you go. I watch King of the Hill almost every day, Hacks. One of my favorite all-time shows, Big Huey. Yeah. Big Huey. Since we almost had a Collier verb, I'll just give you a verb. Is that how he addressed Big Huey all the time. Big Huey. Huey. How is Scooter? I guess that's uh, been labeled as my daughter's boyfriend, <laughs> Scooter. Um, he's good. He's good. I'm at the peak headbutting with the 15 year old. Yeah. Peak, highest it's ever been.
2: I think she would throw me in front of a train right now if she could. Just because of that that situation, or just all-encompassing? All-encompassing. Okay. Yeah. That's understandable. That's, oh. that's teenage. So, man, you've called me
1: fat, and you said that I should be thrown in front of a train on this show. No.
2: I tell you what, dude. Unbelievable. Well, you followed through on going with the mustache. Don't throw yourself in front of a train after the show. I told you you should go with the mustache after you said you looked fat with a goatee. I didn't say you looked fat. I didn't disagree with you, though. Trying to get me in trouble here. Is there a fire Collier button back I there? I know, right? I don't...
1: The mustache looks great. What That's we've done there with Collier, fire him right away for slander to a co-host.
2: Cut him
0: out. <laughs> Dave Collier! <laughs> Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. All right, Ask the Bench Warmers. We want your questions because we will answer them right now. (coughs) Yeah,
1: on 100.7 The Score. Been one of those days for me. Gee, me Christmas. Um, I want to give this real quick. Uh, T3 Bracketology has all kinds of metrics and numbers. They have a top 25 strength of record rank. Texas Tech is doing very well in this, uh, 11th in strength of record. And I don't know what that has in it or how it breaks down exactly. But Purdue's 1, Houston 3, KU 7, Tech 11, Iowa State 14, and Baylor 25. So, there you go. Piva 73 says, I have a complete series of DVDs for years of the King of the Hill. Hacks, I truly believe that free throws are winning us games late. I do too. King of the Hill was uh, my goat as I knew all the characters. Mr. Strickland was a customer. Bobby, voiced by Pamela Adlon, was a cousin And Hank was a neighbor, besides being related to Dusty Hill of ZZ Top. My brother actually played on a high school state baseball team with ZZ Top's drummer, Frank Beard. Papacito's salsa is delicious. False. It's not. It's terrible. Throw it out the window. (laughs) Pun it. Pun it like uh, like Red Panda. It would be the same dish, but uh, just pun it out of there.
2: I know. We've had a... a a lot of Choice Woodman fans on the uh, chat line with the Salsas.
1: Beating OU and Texas on their home courts during the last season in the conference. Womp womp for them. That's that womp womp thing that keeps going around. warmers predict the final top five standings for the
2: Big 12 when the season ends. Oh, I need to have it in front of me. Uh, Houston won. I think we can agree on that, right? No? C. Okay, I was about to say. You kind of scared me there. Ugh. Can we get a three-way tie for third? Um, Sure. I'll go. Put five teams up there. Yeah. Right. I'll go. uh, Man, just knowing what Kansas did last year. Um, Kansas two, Tech three, Iowa State four, and Baylor five. Houston one,
1: Iowa State two, Kansas three, Tech four.
2: TCU five. That means that, that means Hacks thinks TCU is going to win tomorrow. <laughs> Did not say that.
1: <laughs> Hacks, who is your all time favorite sooner coach, regardless of sport call your, who is your all time favorite OSU coach? Uh, my favorite all time sooner coach would be Lon Kruger. That's a good one. It good was dude. hard for me to like a sooner coach and also for me
2: impossible not to like lawn yeah it's it's that's a lot easier question for you in my opinion don't like don't like bob simmons because he was coaching whenever i was mm-hmm. in school so we've gone over how bad OU was there certainly don't like less miles Runner up for me is howard
1: schnellenberger
2: oh god you just like them because he tanked the program yes uh definitely don't like gundy even though i respect him kind of a Larry Bird type thing. Don't like Larry Bird, respect him. Uh you know the re the only reason is probably Pat Jones because I could call Pat Jones right now and ask him to be on the show and he doesn't know me from Adam, but he would be on the show and he'd act like he knows you. And he, oh, he would 100% act like he knows me. I'll go there. Um I didn't mind Eddie Sutton, but the first person I ever interviewed as an intern was Eddie And he gave me this look like, who the heck are you and why are you bothering me? So that kind of stuck with me. You know, it's the, I don't want to say meet your That's the way I am with Gillespie. Yeah. So I don't have a reason to not like Eddie, but that was thankfully the photographer that was with me saved the whole situation because I was nervous enough as it is, you know, but yeah, Pat Jones, just because he seems like he, he's nice to everybody, no matter where you went to school.
1: Iowa State definitely ahead of KU at this stage. They're salty, not looking forward to playing them.
2: Crazy good defense. Yes, yes, I agree. And crazy good. But we uh, projected to the end, not at this stage. Question was, what will it be at the end? I had them second. Iowa State second. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Well, this, this was just in response to me, which it always is.
1: Hacks, how fun was that OU Tech game to call? It was a blast. It was a good game, good crowd, lots of drama. Our guys holding together on the road, and again, last time going there, that was not lost on me. You know, when we landed, you know, we always land right by the um, Alaska Airways repair terminal. Oh, by the way. All the Thunder cars were parked. Oh yeah. At the FBO. Ridiculous, right? My gosh. Somebody's driving this pewter kind of dark gray Rolls Royce SUV that just I'm not a big car guy. Like I I want a dodge pickup. That's what I want for my next vehicle. It doesn't take a whole lot to Impress me when it comes to cars. Mm. Um, this impressed the the heck out of me. You know, the Porsche here and the Jag here and the Rolls Royce here. I'm like, you know, these guys, they're living it. They're living the high life.
2: You could have been at uh, UT's football facility for all you know. Uh, great point. Um, because it's uh, Quinn Ewers, Aston Martin,
1: um, the big time running back. Had one
2: that just the Falcons Bijan Bijan well and uh he got that
1: from selling mustard
2: though Marion Barber when when and I think the last time I went to a Cowboys training camp Marion Barber always showed up in some ridiculous cars you always wanted to walk by those parking lots like you said I'm not a big car guy but just to see what those guys are driving it was neat it definitely caught our players' attention yeah right. <laughs> They're not making that Fardoz money, huh? Is that what you're telling me?
1: Fardoz A-Snacks. <laughs> I watched he and Tyson play a little bit, and I was like, God, thank goodness they're
2: out there. Oh, what a huge thing to not have them around anymore, just just because of their attitudes. If you had to have one of those guys back to- on this team, who would you take? Because there's so many. You just turn on the TV and watch another game, and you're like, oh. oh
1: I-, I would definitely take Boozo.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that seems like a good fit with this group. I liked him. Buzo did not have a huge ego at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Um
1: was a team first guy. Um you know, the thing one of the things that I'll never forget is um when he got put in the game late against I think it was Texas. I think it was too. When he got the block shots mm-hmm. and so. Beard grabbed him by yep. the arm and yep. Held him up like he'd won the prize fight. Mm -hmm. We were across there because that was COVID days. So, you know, couldn't have ourselves close to the team. So, we sat on the other side, opposite the bench. And Beard did that right in front of us. Never been happier to be wrong back in non-con. It looked to me like Tech would get blown out by top teams in the Big 12. Low assist rate, poor shooting, lackluster defense. Of course, it can flip on a dime, but dad, go. This team has some heart and grit. They're hard to guard. Before the season started, did y'all think Tech would be in the top
2: of the Big 12 right now? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Heck, after a couple games, the way they were shooting the ball, you know, I know they hit all those threes against TCU, but then, or not TCU, sorry, A&M, um, But after that, there was some struggles. You were like, my goodness, how is this team going to score points? The first three games were breakfasts. Yeah. You're like, this is not good. Well, I asked Graham McCaslin because the next
1: stop was in the Bahamas. I was like, basically, what are we going (laughs) to (laughs) do? And he's like, it's okay. We're going to be able to hit threes, which
2: I didn't believe him. Yeah. You had no reason to other than an exhibition slash scrimmage.
1: And that's the only thing that kept me hanging on there Yeah, was we have an example of it happening. That example was really good against the Aggies in an exhibition where you splashed all those three-pointers. Now, we just played three games against three nobodies at home and didn't hit the broad side of a barn. Kind of a red flag there. Not anymore. Boys, we're done. Thanks for listening to us here on this Monday. Bottom line is coming up for David Lucas. Some hacks. Have a great day, everybody.
0: This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.